Hey, this is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com and also healingsuicide.com. And I'm an evolutionary astrologer. So I take a multi-life reincarnational view and uh, also a medium, an energy worker and a channel. Most of my stuff, my teachings and products and services are on tdjacobs.com, my main site. And um, the other site, healingsuicide.com, is uh, it's kind of a story uh, meant to explain to you um, how to understand the emotions, several things. One, how to understand the emotions and how to deal with emotions better that may lead us to feeling despair and as if suicide is a good option. Uh, but also um, how your soul sees your human life, what happens to your consciousness just after and then after, after uh, death, and kind of like a, a bird's eye view on all these issues. And it's called healing suicide. And you might think... Um, that's weird, <laughs> but um, um, essentially for those of you who might have survived somebody else's suicide, uh, there's, there's that. Those of you who may have attempted suicide and might need some support or maybe the insights can be valuable to help you um, learn how to, how to deal better with emotions and pain and everything. But also the third category, and this is kind of where it comes from for me, which is um, I actually have memory from other lifetimes of committing suicide. And so this thing about if part of you thinks that it's a good option, very highly likely this is an other life or past life self. The memories, the logic, the despair can seem to take over. So, so as far as how that site came to be, um, this was really kind of Ascended Master Jehudi, also known as Hermes, Thoth, St. Germain Merlin. A lot of the stuff I channel is kind of a love letter to me, where he can see what I'm going through, and I'm trying to figure out how to understand things and get through blocks and not feel disempowered. And so I realized I could bring that to you, these teachings that this being shared with me, because there are parts of me that remember such despair from grief, which is what this video will be about in a moment. <laughs> um, that it, they, these parts of me don't know how to handle the, it's not just the intensity of the feeling and, and feeling like I might get um, sucked down into an, a bottomless swamp or something, right? Or some quicksand, that's part of it. But also the ongoing chronic nature of the feeling. And one of the things I wanna teach you about dealing with emotions, especially as a get into talking about grief here in a moment, is that if we hold something at bay, we contain it. But we fear going into it, we don't want to get lost in it or be defined by it. So if you learn to work with whatever intense feeling comes up within you, then you're processing it. This is what I want to talk about, processing grief. Like, what is it? How to deal with it? And some of you will know this and some of you may not. Um, but this thing about being willing to feel those essentially waves of energy that are trying to break. That's what these emotions are. And if we tamp them down and say, oh, that can't get over 70 or 80% intensity, stuff it down, stuff it down, tamp it down, distract myself, whatever. Um, then that will keep rising up, right? Because one of the 
facts about who you are. I've talked about this in some of the other COVID-19 videos. You are energy, your consciousness that exists across time. That's your nature as a soul, your divine nature. And then that is plopped down into and attached to this body. And then your personality is running your life. But the wisdom of soul is always with you. That higher sense of higher self or higher awareness is always with you. But it's not in the nature of your consciousness slash soul slash divine self to hold on to pain. So things in our lives, things in the world, trigger these waves to come up and, oh, now I'm activated, I'm triggered. So things will get triggered. So you might be dealing with that 60, 70, 80% thing and try to stuff it down. Well, that's a wave of energy that you are containing. And in, in an important way, that can come to dominate, or, or through one lens, that can come to dominate your whole life because you're holding yourself back from allowing yourself to feel, therefore the wave can't actually break. The wave can't actually crest and the tension can't actually leave. Anyway, that's my little intro. I, I realized that I, I don't want to say healingsuicide.com was a side project or a pet project, but I haven't promoted it a lot beyond launching it. And I think I've done even like four or five blog posts in a couple of years. I, I don't work on it a lot. Um, because I focus, as I said, on tdjacobs.com. But that story can be very helpful when we're dealing with grief or despair or fears about negative things in the world or fears about being swallowed up by a pandemic or something, these fears, right? So um, this video is about um, grief. I want to talk about grief because we don't, I don't think as a collective we're willing to do so for various reasons. And, you know, I don't have any criticism that we are not habituated to talking about grief, but it is absolutely unavoidable. So we can live our lives and distract ourselves for decades, right? Just decades until we are sent into grief. And then we may realize that the whole world is set up to avoid <laughs> dealing with grief. And so then we're in some pained state and what support do we have? What support can we get? So, so anyway, so I want to talk about grief. This is probably going to turn into two videos. I don't want them to be terribly long. Um, I actually made a list the other day <laughs> and I've been editing it of related to the, uh, the situation on earth right now uh, regarding the pandemic that I wanted to, to address. And this is, this is a, uh, one of them split into two videos. So there's quite a lot of information I want to share with you. I just don't want to do it all at once and overload you or burn myself out or, um, so first of all, you know, grief, what is it? What is it? Is it pain? Yeah, it's pain. Is it a sorrow? Is it sadness? Yeah. Yeah. Where does it come from? It's from loss. And what I want to be clear about is it's not about, it's not necessarily about only when someone we love passes away or some human or passes away it can come from the sorrow over something that happens to somebody else it can come from a group situation it can come after you know some kind of tragic weather event that affects a lot of people and even other people elsewhere kind of like feel that human connection and can feel grief right so it can be when your loved one family member, friend, 
even colleague, you know, when your pets who are family for many of many of us, when they pass away, it can also be when your lifestyle changes and you have to, you know, reorient when your favorite activity goes away, right? These things can inspire grief and it would be easy to say, it would be easy to rank these things and I don't want to, I'm not going to. What I want to say is I want to put your attention on the importance of dealing with what you're feeling and spending time with whatever such feelings might come up. I first wanted to talk about uh, grief in such a, in one of these videos when in the news, it was clear that Italy was having quite a large spike of cases and then deaths. And I realized, I don't know these people. Most of you don't know anybody in Italy affected by this situation. Most of you don't. I mean, maybe somebody does, but <laughs> I even reached out to an Italian client and student and um, she was like, oh yeah, I'm in Central America. <laughs> so, so anyway, I don't even know anybody who's in Italy right now affected really. But um, the, the point is that this, I knew that this was going to get as big as it's going to get. And I realized that we all have the capacity to feel sad for each other. This is part of our human heart, part of the spirit of the human, uh, the human soul. In fact, this consciousness that exists across time is oriented toward and based in loving awareness. And all of the souls love all the other souls. And as you and I might live our lives and not feel connected to each other, or we might play tribal games of politics and nationality and whatever, where we don't feel connected, in our core, in our spirit, we are connected and we feel it. We know that. So that's how we can be affected by tragedies that befall people far, far away. It's not just somebody in front of you saying, I just lost my insert loved one here. It's not that. Uh, it's more. And so a lot of people were spending more time at home, sometimes with the, the local or regional or state or national government saying, stay home. So you have a lot more time to deal with your emotions. And if you pay attention to the news at all, then you're going to be aware of these things. But if you don't pay attention to the news even, and you're just watching my videos on YouTube, <laughs> you're doing other things, watching streaming services or videos on YouTube, or whatever, then part of you is thinking in the background, uh, right? It's potential. Even if you're saying, doesn't have to be as bad as it could be. Maybe it's not. Part of you might essentially be activated to bring up the need to look at grief. So that's kind of where, where I am with this. So it can come from anything, but right now, I mean, it can come from the loss of anything or even a, a disappointment in something or even situations that inspire us to have guilt or shame. Grief, sorrow can be wrapped up with that as well. So what I want to talk about is the grieving process, people, are, people write about this, counselors and psychologists, psychiatrists, people write about this. And, and you can find lots of um, you know, materials and resources from people with letters after their name who should be listened to, uh, who should be respected and listened to, and um, who, who should be allowed to teach you things. And yet I'm offering this from a perspective of a spiritual teacher who's a channel who also carries quite a lot of grief for many lifetimes that have in this lifetime been inescapable. 
So now as this energy kind of like starts to come up in the world a little bit, I'm like, oh, now the world looks like, <laughs> like, like what I feel quite often. And so how to grieve includes letting it unfold. In other words, being willing to be in that space of feeling. In other words, being willing to feel the, the upset, the, the disappointment, the loss, the sadness, the sorrow, the regret, guilt, shame. Being willing to feel it is the most important part. Well, it's half of the most important part. The other half is realizing that these, part, these emotions that are coming up are not who you are. So through feeling, you need to listen. Like when I say listen, it's probably not words in your head. But listening, parts of us communicate through emotion, mostly, or quite often. So when I say listen, I'm saying being willing to feel the actual feeling and sit with it. Let it be there. Keep breathing. Be willing to open to it and know that it's A, not who you are, and B, that you're stronger than that because you can open your heart in the face of pain. So for those who keep things at 60, 70, 80% and hope they go back down to, to 10 or 20, you know, the kind of wave trying to push up and we try to push it down or try not to give into it. Um, I'm sure a lot of us have the experience of like, you know, being able to stop ourselves from crying once we start, you know. Uh, I did that today even. <laughs> I was like, I just don't, I, you know, whatever, long story. Anyway, so um, we all have that ability, right? But with grief, it's something that's trying to unfold. So you listen to the parts of you, meaning you feel it, and you know it's not who you are. And you don't believe that what, what that part feels and believes is true. So who you are is consciousness that exists across time. You are a soul temporarily having a human experience. That's who you are. Your soul is born on earth to learn things. What is it like to forget that I'm divine? To forget that I'm always supported by all the other souls? To worry about my uniqueness being a hindrance to being supported and loved and accepted? What if I'm too unique? Well, I have to be unique. What if I'm too unique? What if I forget that I am the source of love? Will I go into fear if I know someday I will die, because as a soul, they don't die. We don't die as souls. Consciousness does not end. So what is it like? How can I retain the power, the strength and confidence, the power of my loving nature as a soul while I'm human and I'm always like scraping my knee and getting, or getting into an argument or misunderstanding or someone's passing away or something difficult's happening or I'm challenged and I have fears and I don't know if I'm safe. What is it like? So that's what you are. You are consciousness learning how to be human. Ultimately, learning how to go from pain and all its related energies, grief, anger, pain, despair, whatever, into compassion, love, self-acceptance, acceptance, gentleness, kindness, all the love frequencies, right? Kind of like two categories, like love and fear or faith and fear. And every, every energy we might run, that we, one might run, or any of us might run, would be fitting into one of those two categories. 
So you're not what's happened to you. You are not your history. You are not what somebody told you about you. You're not the choice you made that looked like a success or the choice you made that looked like a failure. You're not the opportunity you didn't seize, right? You're not these things. You are consciousness that exists across time. If you can ground into that, then you have a better chance of being willing to feel feelings knowing they're not who you are. This will rock your world when you first start doing it. Because there are parts of you who have told you your whole life, you can't afford to let that come to the surface. If you decide, you know what, I'm stronger than that, then you can do it. And what happens is, instead of going from 10, 20% of intensity with the wave of energy, the emotion, the memory, and then getting up to 60, 70, 80, and your alarm goes off and you shove it down, that costs a lot of energy, by the way. But instead of that, stuff starts to come to the surface and a little bit can come off the top. Tears come. You feel helpless and tears come and energy is leaving your body, your field, your consciousness. So again, it can go, it can come from any kind of loss or disappointment or something, right? Um, okay, so for some of us, we don't get to grief or sorrow because we're angry. But anger covers over the pain. Anger always comes from pain. So part of you might be angry, and you might say, I don't think I have grief or sorrow or despair. If you let the anger be there and you hold space for the anger, you'll get to the tears. Because anger comes up as a fiery, either defensive or preemptively offensive um, approach to try to defend the self, right? Preemptive, you know, it's a defensive thing. Because grief and sorrow and pain make us feel small and powerless, and sometimes people might say weak. So anger is kind of a response. You could look at a lot of anger in this way. I don't want to feel that, and so I get defensive, and I rise up in anger. So if you're willing to feel grief, willing to feel pain and sorrow and sadness, you're willing to let those things from within you unfold, those waves to undulate naturally, and then to, when they do rise up, oh, by the way, if you keep a lid on it, you create a pressure cooker, so they'll always try to push up. If you let a little bit come off the top once in a while, you lose the energy, you transform it, you, you shed it through tears and emotion, the emotion. And then it, it, it's not a pressure cooker anymore. It just might have some undulating waves sometimes. So we don't want to get lost in negativity. So I say to you, don't believe what the part says. That part might feel and believe there is no hope. Don't believe it. You're in charge of what you believe. Okay, so let me just say, the other day I um, made available these 22 channeled energy work meditations that I have sold since 2014. And I made them available for free. Um, you can send a donation if you get benefit from that. Uh, it's appreciated. But I wanted to at least give you the opportunity to connect with the be two, two of the beings I channel. Connect with their energies to give your energy field a chance to adjust 
And when you do that, I'll put the link in the description of the video. Just look for 22 channeled energy work meditations in the link. Um, Cause I'm gonna put several links down there for resources to, to work with. Um, let's say you're caught in the cycle of the wave comes up and you shove it down and then you feel pent up and you're a pressure cooker and then anger and then pain. You don't want to feel, let's say you're in a cycle. If you're willing to connect with these two beings I channel and the energy comes through my voice on the recordings, um, that energy will affect your field, will affect your vibration, therefore your consciousness and stir some things in your unconscious that don't belong there or are fear-based frequencies or pain, etc. One of the beings that I channel on, on those is Metatron, who Archangel Metatron, who is uncompromising and invites you to have uncompromising integrity and self-respect and self-like. Metatron's teachings include that in order to become strong and confident, healthy and evolved and evolving, and really bring through the, the power of love, the strength of your soul's wisdom, that you have to treat yourself with respect. And so connecting with his vibrations helps root out negative frequencies from within us. Um, so let's say you're stuck in a cycle and you don't know what to do. Go download the 22 free meditations. Give it a try. Give it a try. Be willing to feel that vibration, to let that vibration reach you. And if at first you don't feel it, try one every day until you feel it or, or every other day or twice a week. Because bringing that vibration in might also sometimes bother certain parts of you. Essentially, some part of you, this would not be abnormal at all. So there's no criticism in this at all. It's part of our evolutionary process as humans. Part of us might identify as the anger or pain or grief or sorrow or whatever that we carry. The guilt or the shame, whatever. Bringing those frequencies from those beings through my voice on those recordings into your field will start to chip away at some of those identities and parts of you might react with resistance. So let it be okay. Your challenge is to be willing to allow these vibrations to affect you. I'm sure I haven't listened to those 22 recordings in a long time, um, but I'm sure they invite you and they ask you to be willing to do this and that kind of thing. You know, Willingness is a huge key for the other being that I channel on those, who the one who's talking, which is Ascended Master Jehuti, spelled D-J-E-H-U-T-Y, um, also known as Hermes. Yes, that Hermes. Thoth, yes, that Thoth. Saint Germain, yes, that Saint Germain and Merlin. He's a teacher, translator, mediator, scribe figure in all cultures. And I'm fortunate to have connected with this being for, for quite a number of years now, about 12 years, actually more like almost 15. Um, one in phases. So I was thinking when I first started channeling the being, but when I first started hearing from the being, it was a lot earlier. So they both have the teachings, Metatron and Hermes slash Jehudi. They both would teach you that you're stronger than anything you might feel. That you have the capacity to develop 
loving energy through your fourth chakra with, with intention, therefore you're stronger than whatever part of you might come up. So um, how to grieve? You let it happen. I would say get grounded, send cords into the earth. Do that every day for weeks and months. Be willing to feel the grief or the sorrow or whatever. I don't have any intentions of stoking any or pushing any fear buttons, but I think it's pretty clear that, especially because of the um, less than responsible response of the U.S. government, the U.S. central, the federal government, uh, this will, the numbers will continue to rise quite dramatically, both of those who are tested and then, of course, people passing away. And um, part of you might feel like the world is going to hell or everything's lost or what's the point. And I want you to realize you're stronger than that part of you. So feeling grief is being willing to feel it. And it means looking at the world through that lens for a little bit. And I think that, you know, one of the most important opportunities of the, you know, the self-quarantining or the stay-at-home order or whatever, shutdown of businesses. And uh, yes, there are real issues with people's health and finances, yes. And I think that for a lot of people, being forced to go inward uh, to have less contact with others is an opportunity to become stronger through learning to deal with buried emotions in the way I've described here in this video. All right. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for your time and energy. I hope this is helpful. Check out the 22 channel meditations. They're each about 20 minutes long. So this isn't, you know, something small that I'm making available. It's quite, it's quite a significant opportunity for you to explore this other vibration. And um, what I, I'll just say this, what I realized um, last year, maybe a year ago, year and a half ago, is that my work would change and I'd end up doing less energy work on individual clients. I'll still do some, but I think this is kind of an, an evolutionary nudge to get people connected with the channeled audio that I've produced for years. I have, a, I have a whole library on my website of channeled audio, energy work MP3s, channel meditations, lectures from Judy, hours and hours and hours and hours. I, I don't know how many dozens or hundreds of hours, but a lot. And um, every month I do produce more with the, for the new and full moons for my subscribers, and sometimes I make those available. But this vast library on my site. And um, so I'm hoping that you take the advantage of the opportunity to work on it or let the beings work on you, let the energy work on you and your home so that you have a better sense of being connected to higher wisdom so that you can see within, you can see that you already possess within you higher wisdom so that you can get a head start on your own process. And if you want to work with me, great, I'm here. Yet um, I've known for a while I would encourage people to, to do the channel audio energy work MP3s uh, because because of just my, my time constraints and how my, my life is evolving to not be able to do so many energy work calls every week, plus everything else that I do. But anyway, 
Uh, I am available for readings, consultations that include astrology and channeling. And, uh, and, and I'm going to update my site soon with new uh, parameters for energy work uh, readings too. Um, but anyway, that stuff is changing, but I'm encouraging you to take advantage of uh, the 22 times 20 minutes, whatever that's seven hours, right? Over seven hours of MP3. So check all that out at tdjacobs.com. And if you're feeling despair, or if you know someone who is feeling despair, post the link for healingsuicide.com around, go there and read it. There is a problem, a tech problem in the short term right now. It's uh, March 25th. I'm trying to figure out how to fix it. Um, but there is a tech problem with the menus on the site. So you'll see some code gobbledygook, but the message is there and you can scroll through the eight or 10 pages and, and, and read the story. Um, so anyway, I hope that's helpful uh, because, well, I'll get into um, more of the, uh, um, how do you say this? Mm -mm, suicidal ideation. I'll get more into those thoughts and feelings and memories from other lifetimes in the second video on grief. So thanks again. Uh, take care and uh, take care of yourself.